Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast. Back at it again, talking to some cool founders and entrepreneurs. And this one was a, a, a young lady that was recommended to me by one of the persons on our team, Kristen. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much for the introduction. And I, I want to welcome to the show Ashley Butler, CEO and founder of My Sherry. Ashley, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So Kristen Fuller is like, hey, I don't know if you take recommendations, but I got one for you. And I think I even said, okay, don't say anything more. I'm interested. I'm just genuinely curious about this and I want to hear it from her. So pretend that we never talked on the first time and let's relive, um, I guess, number one, how, like what it is and then how you got the name of my Sherry. Let's get into that. Okay. All right. So we're going to start out with what it is, um, which is, you know, basically what we do is provide fractional in-home management services to really busy, ambitious women. Now that sounds really fancy. And you're like, well, what exactly does that mean? So what it means is that we step into the home and we take tasks like grocery shopping and meal prep, laundry and dishes, pet care and personal assistance, like dropping things off at UPS and picking up clothes from the dry cleaner. We take all of that off of the plates of really busy women who are, you know, admittedly juggling being all kinds of things to all kinds of different people. And then feeling like, oh my gosh, my home is all of a sudden this giant to-do list, you know, and it doesn't feel like a place where you go to relax and recharge and home is a haven for a lot of us. Right. And so my Sherry sets out to make that place a destination so that you can go somewhere and not have to worry about how it feels or how it's going to make you feel when you step into it. And, um, and I'm really proud. I'm really proud of not only what we've done for our clients, but the amazing team and culture that we're building, right? So while we're supporting busy, ambitious women in the client aspect, we are also starting to flip the script on what domestic labor in the United States looks like. So, you know, it's really important to us that the people who do this work, the women largely who have this heart for service are taken care of. You know, if, if we're being honest and you look at the statistics, a lot of in-home care happens under the table, which means that it's underappreciated and undervalued and there's no protection for the people that do that work. And so we've made it our mission to make sure that our people first are cared for and that if we do that really well, our client experience will be absolutely delightful and everything yeah. else falls into place. Yeah, I, I don't like it when um, you see a pitch deck and it, we are the Uber of and then fill in your niche. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I did like how that you're serving much like Uber did of like, hey, we want people to get where they're going. But also we think that this can be an employability thing and this could be people making extra side money and, and it benefits them as well. That It benefited both driver and rider. And so I liked how caretakers are not under the table that you're you're getting them benefits. You're making it a, a really cool thing. And then you're also 
fighting for, I'm just going to be stereotypical and say overly stressed parents that are burning the candle at two different ends of, of having some control. Cause like I, I explained in in general to my wife who unfortunately is going to have to listen to this episode because you're going to have, I say, unfortunately, she hears me talk way too much. Um, But I explained it to her a little bit. She's like, Ooh, (laughs) <laughs> you know, cause she's, she is a nurse practitioner who's really, really busy. And mm-hmm. sometimes her husband is decent at, um, helping out. And sometimes it could be better. And so she, you know, she immediately is like, well, that's cool. Um, so other than the fact that like you're, you're targeting really busy parents, what are some of the, the personas, let's say of, of people that are really been excited about this in clients? Mm, yeah, that's a great question. Um, And I love that your wife is still open to it, even after you pitched it to her, because I'm just going to let you know that it's so funny. I, I, when I speak to men, they're like, this is an amazing idea. Let me go share this with my wife. And somewhere between that coffee and the next time I see that guy, he's killed my deal. And I think one of the things that happens is what women hear is that you're not enough. You're not doing enough. You're not good enough. And the real message that he's trying to provide is I, I care about you. I support you. And I want to give you this opportunity and I want us to have this time together. So I love that your wife didn't completely shoot it down. So way to go. Um, (laughs) Okay. Let me stop you there. I'm shocked because I would figure that it would be the opposite that like, Oh, honey, we don't need that. You're great enough. I like, I'm, 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 I'm surprised. And, and quite frankly, just from her point of view, um, just life is busy. It's, it's not, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm taken back by that answer. Like, of course she's awesome, but yep. there's still a multitude of things to do. So I, I, yeah, I, I figured that the, 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 the guys would be your biggest advocate. Yeah. So it's really, it's really interesting because I think it, it lends itself to the persona question that you asked me, right. Which is, women largely and men and men, we, I mean, we help both and we don't forget one partner or the other. Right. And we go into single people's homes and all of these things. But, but if we're talking about the majority of our clients right now, as they exist, it is a heterosexual relationship, man, woman, 2.5 kids, you know, maybe a dog. And the, the persona is such that it's, it's a couple generally both, both parents are working. Um, and you know, statistically, when you look at the stats, we know that no matter what, even in an egalitarian relationship where things are, are sort of split 50, 50 women still do more. They do 10 hours more of chores in the home per week, even, even when things are being split. Right. So the persona that we're looking for is the woman who feels that and is like, my husband is so supportive, right? And he does this, but he doesn't understand the mind game that happens. And for a lot of women, it's like this never ending stock market ticker of all of the things you should be doing with your time. And so one of the examples that I just heard recently from a client was, you know, we're getting ready to go on vacation. My husband's like, cool, I'm packed, ready to go. And she goes, but what's running through my mind is the kids have to be packed. The dog has to be set up for daycare. The refrigerator needs to be cleaned out so we don't go away for two weeks and then have a bunch of spoiled food. You know, we need to have this sealed up and ready to go. And we need to have this level of care prepared for our home. 
And she was like, and my husband's experience is, well, my clothes are packed. Are we ready? <laughs> you know? And so it's that persona, that busy, ambitious woman who feels it. And it sucks up mental and physical energy to just have this list rolling in your mind all of the time. And where, where we're finding our clients is they have that list, they understand a need, and they're looking for help because they are okay with asking for help. And I'll be honest with you, Don, the, the reason that um, I think some of our deals sort of fall through, like if, if the husband, for example, goes and, uh, you know, pitches it, there is a lot of stereotypical worth derived from household chores for women societally. I think that a lot of times, well, and I grew up watching my mom and my grandma, you know, work all the time and then do all the things while, you know, my uncle and and my brother and all those people just sat on the couch and, and it, it's not knocking them. That's just the way that I grew up. And I think that that's a shared experience, particularly here in the Midwest. And so we feel like there's this need to handle it all because that's what we should be doing in order to have it all. And we're finding women in our persona right now where they're going, look, I am at a breaking point and I'm no longer buying into this societal expectation that I have to do it all and be it all to have it all. I can outsource care because I'm worth it. The mission that I'm on as a founder is to get more women to change the narrative in their mind and to start to shift over to say, I deserve this, I'm worth this, my time is valuable, and no one's giving me a gold star for a perfect looking linen closet. Yeah, mm. so you're talking to the, mm. <laughs> that resonates. Um, one, because I am one of those persons that, <laughs> shamelessly uh, uh, adores my wife and the fact that her time is so valuable. Um, you know, I, 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 but I hear what you're saying. Um, the other thing that I, I, if I were there listening to a person have that mental exercise, the first thing I'd say is, you know, because you are busy, there are certain things that, um, you should make time for yourself and what is your time worth? And quite frankly, you're giving somebody else a really cool opportunity to uh, have a career as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, mm -hmm. I, I like, I, and that, and that's not to say one is more important than the other, but if your, if your career is one that it's your time is now starting to be worth more than um, like, I'll, I'll just, I'll just be blunt and saying a lot of men, were like, my time is too, you know, I, I, I don't change my oil anymore, or I don't mow my lawn because I'm too busy. Well, yes. okay, then if that's acceptable, um, maybe some of the things that you thought that you should do, you could leave it to the professionals. Mm -hmm. um, and this is coming from a person that like, I, I, and I'm sure my dad will be listening to this. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't change my own oil anymore, which is like I probably driving my dad nuts because I've <laughs> always changed my oil up until like two years ago. And I'm so daggone busy. I'm okay now with driving into Valvoline instant oil change and doing that because I'm at the point now where my time is just too much. So yes, that letting go of your time is valuable and there's professionals out there that do it better than you. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I love, I love that you say that because the, the other part of this is changing the narrative of the, the, the script in their minds. Right. But then, but then releasing them from giving them permission to let go of the guilt and shame that's associated with that. And to your point about the Valvoline, when I hired Sherry for me five and a half years ago, my mom goes, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? And she was like, you're letting someone into your home to do the things that like you are fully capable of doing. And I said, well, yeah, mom, but I'm running this consulting gig and I'm a physician. Like I'm working 80 plus hours a week. My billable hour is X. It does not make sense for me to spend that hour doing laundry. There's no return on that investment. Yes. It needs to be done, yes. but there's no return. And let's be honest. We all have unique gifts and talents and mine is not doing dishes. But for someone like Sherry, who came into my home, she loves, truly has a heart for making home feel like a destination that gives her pride. It gives her a sense of worth. And she loves to deliver that value to other people. That's, that's what, that's what drives and motivates her. So in my mind, it was a win-win. All of a sudden, I'm taking care of this woman who needs an opportunity to engage in the economy and the community in a really meaningful way. And she's taking care of me so that I can spend my time contributing my unique gifts and talents to our community and economy in a really meaningful way. Okay. Speaking of, this is a great segue, um, providing value. She provided value. What is your unique value prop to people that are like, but wait, are you just trying to find me a nanny? Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a great question. Because like, I like, like if I'm, if I'm being pessimistic, I'm like, Oh, you're looking for a nanny and, mm-hmm. and like nothing wrong with that. You're you, you, you kind of, the way I'm hearing it is that you have a fractional, let's just call it CEO, CFO of your home. Mm-hmm. So ex- explain the value prop to a, a perspective. Let's just go ultra stereotypical and say that busy um, family that, that you're, that you're uh, selling this to. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and add something here, Don. So you said fractional CEO, CFO. I would, I would say where we fit in is that fractional COO, that chief operating officer. So really, really good nanny agencies exist, right? That exists in the market today. Really good deep house cleaning companies exist in the market today. What doesn't exist before my sherry is this in between. We're not the deep house cleaner and we're not the childcare, but we take care of everything else that has to happen to make a home run in a way that a nanny is just simply not trained to do, nor is it most of the time their unique gift or talent. It's childcare. That is what they want to do. They do not want to be folding a bunch of adult clothing. And if you talk to a lot of nannies, they're like, nope, I'll do kids clothes and I'll feed the kids, but I'm not going to grocery shop and meal prep for the adults in the home. I'm not going to pick up their dry cleaning. Right. And then the, you know, the, the piece here where it's like, well, what's the value prop? Well, the value prop is that 
none of those things, they all have to be done, right? The HVAC guy needs to come and, you know, you need to make sure that the, the laundry is getting done, the dishes are being done and foods being prepared. All of that stuff has to happen. But if you think about the time value of money for, for most people, that's not only is it not monetarily worth it, it, when we're talking about, you know, people who are like thinking about care in this way, but time is the only thing that you can never get back and you can't get more of. And if there's an option, you know, I do, I do an exercise with our prospective clients and I'm like, we task list aside, right? You've got all these things that we, that you want taken off of your plate. Cool. We have a monthly subscription price. You can, you can do that math and you can go, okay, well, that's the hourly rate. I'm like, let's take it a step further, right? Let's, let's dive into the more meaningful connection here. What does life look like if you're not doing all of those things? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's our value proposition. And think about the ripple effect, right? Whether you're engaging with people that really matter or projects that really matter because you're not busy doing laundry, what's the ripple effect of story time with kids every night or donating the five hours that we gave you back in that first visit to a homeless shelter? Um, you know, what What does it look like? And, and we can't, the, the thing is, we can't measure this. What's the value of a really solid relationship? Well, you know what? Let me push back. Yeah, you can. I mean, I'm a wannabe economist. And (laughs) this is, uh, I am. Like, I've listened, like, sometimes in the back of my mind, I've like, I took enough econ classes and listened enough for economics that I'm kind of like there, right? But, but I mean, like, in some ways, like, this is opportunity cost. This is the definition Mm -hmm. of opportunity Mm -hmm. cost. Mm -hmm. And Mm so, and yeah, I mean, I, I, like, you're right. You cannot put a monetary value on what you're, time is tucking your child into bed, but in some ways you can, you know, I mean, like you said, look, my billable hour is X. And if you do the following things and I don't have to do that, I mean, you could just go the the completely just monetary version and saying that's three hours I get back that I could, you know, not have to leave early at the office and spend time with more clients. Then that is like absolutely spelled out financially. But yes, the opportunity cost of me being able to go on this vacation or go and not have to fold and do these things. And instead I can, you know, we can go out on a walk and walk the dog for an hour. And, and like, I guarantee a lot of people have a monetary value to that. They do. Mm-hmm. Like there's like, my time is probably worth this walking scruffy with my three kids would be wonderful. And it is absolutely worth that. Yeah. Well, and I love that you say that too, because, you know, well, you know, this, I, so I'm a physician that that was what I was formally trained to do. Just so happens. I like to build businesses. And for me as a physician, seeing what happens over time, when we don't take the time to care for ourselves physically or mentally that has a real impact, right? And you may not feel the cost right now, but if you're if you're if you're my armchair ec- economist here that you're talking about, then then let's talk about you know the idea that people live in the now, they have a really difficult time conceptualizing what life 30 years from now looks like. Well, I can tell you what 
life 30 years from now looks like when you don't eat right, you don't sleep right, you don't exercise, you don't spend time with people that matter. Because I've seen it on my operating table. And for me, you know, my bigger why really is I have a healer's heart. And this, what we're creating with my Sherry, it's healing people in a way that hasn't really existed before. And I think that we're part of a much larger conversation and part of a much, we're, we're, we're a puzzle piece in the solution of how do we as human beings start to feel human again? Mm. I like that. Um, at the risk of sounding like I've been an advertisement for you, because uh, I'm agreeing with far too much to be a good host. <laughs> what what have been, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm listening to myself. I'm like, okay, ask a tougher question or something or quit agreeing with her uh, <laughs> at every step of the road. Um, what have been some like serious roadblocks in, in, in all this? I mean, like um, you're not like every, every entrepreneur has got to share their, you know, mm-hmm. horror stories as well. So do tell. Oh gosh. <laughs> serious roadblocks. Well, I can say that there is, there is definitely a trust factor here, right? With what we're creating. And one of, one of the things that we've, we've struggled with is much like a physician-patient relationship, patients will tell me as a physician things that they won't even share with their significant other. Home is a sacred space. It's a safe place for people. And they're, humans are messy. <laughs> humans are messy. And I don't mean just in the physical sense, right? But there's a lot of mess that we hide from other people. And when you are a professional going into a home every single week, you see things, you hear things, you know things that other people don't know. And there's a trust factor and there's a vulnerability factor there with our clients where we're saying, look, we are professionals. This is what we do. We have seen it all. And when I say that, I truly mean that. But it's definitely been a roadblock for us because people are going, wait, what? One, they're skeptical. They're skeptical that something like this even exists. They're like, mm-hmm, yep, sure, been told that before and let down every single time. And then if you get them past that point, they're like, well, you can see all of these things, but don't go in that closet because that closet's a hot mess. And you're like, yes, but in order to help you, and, and take that burden away. We're not going to force you to move anywhere or do anything that you, that you don't want to do. But if that's really sucking up your mental energy and time, then let us help you with it. <laughs> it's like, it's like going to your doctor and you know, you, you have, you have something going on, but you're really embarrassed to show your doctor. How is your doctor supposed to help you? And so that's been, it's been a really interesting challenge for us because we are, we're really good at what we do, but we're relatively new. I mean, you know this, we've grown completely by word of mouth and, and it's, it's all about building the relationship before you even step foot in the home. And that's, that's difficult to do. If you're listening to this going, oh man. I, I, I need some of this in my life. For the time being, my sherry is based in Indianapolis area. Um, 
And this is like down the, like, you know, towards the end of the show, everybody's like, Hey, tell us where we can find more, but let me cut to that chase real quick. Should somebody be like interested in like, I, like I need minimum need more information, but I am based in Cartagena, Colombia. Um, like how should they reach out to you? Yeah. So they can, they can either visit us on our website at www.mysherry. That's S H E R R I.com. Um, or connect with us on, um, Instagram at my Sherry HQ. So it's really interesting, Don, that you mentioned that because I, you know, I, I do people reach out and they're like, Hey, are you here? And, and the, the answer is, is not yet, but we do scope out where we're going next based on the interest that we're seeing in the, in the variety of cities that reach okay. out. Yeah, that makes sense. So sorry, I, I had to. I didn't want to like jump to what normally is at the end of the podcast, but I thought it was it's a great point to point out that for the time being you're in Indianapolis. But I guess that was my next question: like, do you, do you have an interest in expanding? Um, we do, mm-hmm. and and that would also make a lot of sense as well. Um, well, I, I appreciate you sharing that feedback, and and that you know, obviously, um, nothing is ever easy. But I do have to circle back to the when was other than your Sherry, that Mm -hmm. Sherry was making your life easier and better. When did you get real market validation that, wait a second, I'm onto something here? Oh, gosh. Real market validation, as in people were willing to pay me for this service? Or they said, if you start this thing, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess like this is maybe a difference between pre-sale and, you know, current situation. but like you were getting enough people saying you better start this thing because mm-hmm. I like, <laughs> or the, or the, 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 my favorite meme, take, you know, take my money. Um, mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. did you get that validation? And when did you like, I, I have to, I have to start this thing now. Oh, I love that you asked this question because it was, it was really, it started in the hospital <laughs> with, with my, you know, my, my physician colleagues. And here's what happened. One, I, I was wearing clean clothes all the time, which was like a step up for me in life. And I was taking really magnificent food to work. And what would happen is they would say, hey, what are you eating? I'd say, um, not really sure. I know it's like a beet dish, like some sort of salad, something, something. And they're like, oh, great. You know, how'd you make it? Didn't. Where'd you get it from? Didn't. They're like, what is going on? I'm like, ah, uh, you know, because I didn't really talk about it much. And I was like, well, I've got this person that helps me. And they're like, helps you. What do you mean helps you? And I said, well, I've got this person that comes in regularly. She makes sure I stay clothed. She makes sure I stay fed. She made this and it's her recipe. And they're like, what's her name? And I said, Sherry. And they said, where do I find a Sherry? And my answer every single time, Don, was, I don't know, but you cannot have mine. <laughs> well, but yeah, this and is my nugget of gold. You can't. You're yeah, exactly yeah. right. Because it was like, a, it was like a unicorn. It was like finding a unicorn. And I was like, you know, for the parents that are listening to this, it's like finding the really good babysitter. And you're like, everyone's like, Hey, you got a good babysitter. And everyone's like heads down. You know, if you've got somebody you're not going to share because you're worried that it might go away. And for me, you know, when I was talking to people, I was like, yeah, well, my Sherry does this and my Sherry does that. And my Sherry does this. 
because she became part of our family. She was part of our family. She was an extension of our home. And that's where the name for the company came from. And really, it was an ode to her and what she had done for me, my household, my family over this period of time. But I got enough of those questions of where do I find a Sherry that I thought, huh, well, maybe there's something here. And I decided to launch this thing ugly in July of 2021. And we've been really fortunate to be embraced by our community. So, okay. Interesting because like I I launched during the pandemic when people are home more. Yeah. That's intriguing. Yeah. So it is intriguing. And I think that um, all of the sudden there was no escaping this place, right? All of the sudden you're here, you're looking at everything all of the time. You can go into your office and yeah, it's great to walk into a kitchen to grab some lunch, but what if there's no food there? And you know that laundry needs to be switched over in between meetings. So it's almost like home became the safe place that people were living in all of the time. And they're like, I can't deal with this anymore. I just, I want to leave my home office at the end of the day. I would like to sit down on the couch and relax. And they weren't able to do that. They, they felt like, it's so funny because I think it's the same sort of conversation that people are having with like, oh, I never leave work now. You know, I'm always working because I never leave. It's always with me. I think it's really similar. You never leave home now. And I know people that if their kitchen was messy, they would, they would not eat in it. They would go out to eat because they just didn't want to deal with the mess. And now with the pandemic, you're in it all of the time. Mm. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Well, I, Listen, I, I've I've tried to ask the tougher questions and not agree with everything you're saying. So I, I did my due diligence. I, I I will go back to saying I, I appreciate what you're doing. I think um, this is going to resonate with, and I'm not trying to be stereotypical, but I think it's going to resonate with a lot of women. It's not to say that men don't do their fair share. I know mm-hmm. that I try, could do better, um, but I, I like um, that you're you're and, and the COO of the house. I, I think that that's really going to resonate. So. Um, hopefully this uh, you'll, you'll get uh, some inquiries again. It's my Sherry S H E R R I. Correct. That's right. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ashley Butler, you can also connect with her on what you say, LinkedIn. Yeah. They can find me on LinkedIn. Um, it's my Sherry Ashley. And then same thing on Instagram uh, and our Instagram page for, for my Sherry is at my Sherry HQ. I'm sure we'll have all the links in the description of this podcast uh, with those links as well, because uh, hopefully, yeah, we'll, we'll get some people giving you some feedback and uh, who knows, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a my Sherry in Cartagena. I don't know why I'm choosing Cartagena, Columbia. Um, <laughs> although our listenership there last week was good. So who knows? Um, but seriously, Ashley, I, I, I love the fact that, uh, as a physician in a lot of ways, you were thinking about, uh, other physicians that are just as busy. And, and, uh, even though you wanted to guard your Sherry, you knew that there was a lot of other Sherry's out there, um, for other busy families. So I salute you not only on your entrepreneurial journey, um, but you, uh, wanting to, to solve a problem. So, um, there's one thing that I'm trying to express to a lot of my students is, uh, see a problem as an opportunity. And you did that indeed. So, um, I appreciate you. Well, actually, any final thoughts before I I wrap this wonderful podcast up? I would just say 
to the listeners out there that, you know, it is, it is okay to ask for help. Mm. It's okay. There you go. Ashley Butler has been our guest. My Sherry has been the subject. I appreciate you so much for being on the show, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. 